0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Pop Culture University. The university where you learn everything that is going on in the world of pop culture and see what life lessons you can learn from it for your own life. Isn't that amazing? Inspirational, educational. What can make it better? Having the sexiest podcast host in North America. I heard in Yugoslavia there is a sexier podcast host. But here in North America, I am the hottest, the sexiest, mm, just like the main squeeze of podcast hosts. Everyone wants to squeeze me. If it is your first time here, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, you. Take a seat in the classroom wherever you would like. You. Everyone is welcome here, including you. If it is not your first time here, thank you so much for coming back and not hating me after this crazy, um, sometimes salacious things I may say about your favorite celebrity. I love you. I stan you. I'm in your fandom. You guys, we need to talk about the Haley, Selena, Justin situation just one more time today and then we'll probably move on from it on the podcast. But the Selenators will not let this rest. Just like they won't let themselves rest. Their Twitter fingers are so crazy. They're working harder than Chris Jenner. So we need to give them what they want. And I'm going to talk about why I think Selena Gomez is still the problem. If you can't handle that, get out of the kitchen. She is the problem. And I need you to point your finger in the mirror if you're a Selenator and say, I am the problem as well. And you will learn about that as to why in the podcast episode. And then I'm going to talk about if Justin and Haley's marriage will last. It probably won't. Spoiler. I'm going to talk about why it will not last. And it is insane. Then I'm going to do a little update on my personal life, the insane drama that I've been telling you guys is going on with my potential roommates and men gaslighting me and friends destroying me from the inside out. Then we're going to do a what would you like to learn from the class segment where one of you tells us your major insane personality that i can share to the class and we will all commiserate in your memory in your misery and i will give you a little bit of advice before we get into all of it rate this podcast five star on spotify leave a cute little review screenshot yourself listening to it post it to your instagram story and tag me i will hit you up in your dms tell everyone about the class it is a tuesday friday class attendance is mandatory or you will be expelled and you will not get your degree so without further ado class take your seat it is time for pop culture university classes in session Like you know that you are. Picture perfect, you don't need no filter. Go just make them drop dead, you a killer. Shower you with all my attention. Yeah, these are my only intentions. Stay in the kitchen, cooking up, cut your own bread. Do you guys want to hear such exciting news? So my manager called me today and this is kind of crazy because I'm working with one of the public's enemies. Like he's definitely in the top 10 kind of like most hated people. But so basically what's going on is you guys know I'm a big fan of Ava Max, the uh, bipolar pop star who has half of her hair cut, the other half of her hair not cut. People like to say she's copying Gaga. Dua Lipa, she can't make a song without sampling it. She's so unoriginal. We hate her. I'm obsessed with her. I shamelessly love her. She makes the best pop music in the world. Cry yourself to sleep if you disagree. Diamonds of Dance Floors is that album. And I made a video about her when her album came out, literally just because I wanted to boost her album sales. And when I make a video on TikTok, it could get like millions of views. So I work with other music artists that I make videos with and they pay me, but I made Ava Max's video for free, but my manager's really smart. So he sent it to her label along with like all the interaction and every, you know, clickety clackety it was getting all the interaction and blah, blah, blah. So a few days later, Ava Max's managers hit my manager up And they were like, okay, Ava might want to work with him. Maybe like post a video for her whatever, assuming there will be a fee. Then I didn't hear from her for like two weeks. And I was like, fuck, she doesn't want to work with me. I blew my shot for some reason. Maybe it was one of my old videos I made about her where I was exposing some aspect of her personal life. I don't know. People don't really like that when I dig into their personal drama and put it on the internet. Surprising. Then, after two weeks of her album flopping because she wasn't hiring me to help it, They finally hit us up the other day to... By the way, her album wasn't flopping. If you're listening to this, I love you. It was not flopping. It's literally topping the charts. SZA wishes. Taylor Swift wishes. They hit me up to work with her, and I'm so excited. So now I'm going to make a video with Ava Max. I can't get into the details, but if you see me out here being suddenly a little more friendly to Scooter Baron, that's why, because she signed to Scooter Baron Projects, which is the management label that he runs That he does all of his shady, nasty business out of, like, stealing people's masters. He manages Justin Bieber, um, Ariana Grande, Poot Lovato. So, if you see me being nice to those artists, that's why. So, you think I'd be nice to Justin today, but no. I'm literally exposing him insanely in this episode. Talking about how he's an abuser, a narcissist, (laughs) has drug issues. I'm really exposing his whole life because I really cannot be a fake bitch. And I will never take Scooter Braun's side. Even if I'm working with him, I'm sorry. I would never be like, Scooter Braun didn't mean to steal Taylor Swift's masters. He didn't mean it. It was an accident. She's the problem. I would never say that. I would truly rather lose my opportunity with him than say that. So don't worry. I won't be a biased bitch. Like people accuse me of being on the internet. Speaking of that. Oh my God. The Selenators online will not quit. They are truly such a delusional group. And if you are a selenator listening to this, I'm trying to help you. Truly. When's the last time on this podcast did I lie to you or tell you something that I didn't think was true? Never. And I hope you trust me at least a bit. As your friend, if you are a blind selenator who is hating on Hailey Bieber and wishing, like, literal death upon her. I saw someone tweet the other day that they hate Hailey Bieber so much that they wish Hailey Bieber will get pregnant have a miscarriage, get pregnant again with a second baby, have a stillbirth, and then have a baby, that baby dies, and then her mom tells her that she should have swallowed her. Like, the mentally unwell hate that Hailey Bieber is getting is so not justified, and if you think it's justified, that is the problem. It is not. Sure, we can tease her a bit for being a mean girl, but it cannot get that nasty, not get that far ever. So if you are a selenator, I love you. I respect you. But blindly bullying someone who has already expressed thoughts of wanting to unalive themselves that harshly is not okay. I made a TikTok today that really pissed off the selenators again and a bunch of people were like, I'm unfollowing you. Oh my God, you're a horrible person. I can't believe you would say this, Patty. As if I'm, like, going against human rights or going against, like, women's rights. That's how mad they are that I'm not Team Selena. As I've said before, I'm more biased towards Selena. I love Selena. I'm more of a Selena Gomez fan than literally 90% of her trolls army. Like, the people in her army of trolls. But what I'm not going to do is be on either of their sides just so it gives me an excuse to attack someone because i won't have any consequences because of mom mentality that's what i'm not going to do and i feel like selena kind of like garners a fan base that is really problematic because as i always say in this podcast fan bases turn out like the person they are standing just kind of like how children turn out just like their parents that they learn from and they watch from Nicki minaj makes angry mean bullies because she will bully other people in the industry start fights with them and then her fans I understand that if you're a Barb, you're passionate, you love her, you want her to go hard, but anytime I say something not 100% praising of Nicki Minaj, that doesn't mean you can DM me that I'm a faggot, or that you're going to come to my house and kill me, or that my mom is a dirty fucking slut. You can't DM me those things, and that has happened before. My manager has sent me emails of things that Barb's are trying to send me, because my emails go to him first, and he's like, what is happening? And I was just like, oh, I said something about Nicki Minaj the other day. Yeah. Celebrities really do in like raise their fan base in a way. Barb's don't hate me for saying that. But y'all can be mean. That's all I'm about to say. I know it's out of love for Nicki Minaj. But y'all can be mean. But that's just like Selena does too. She masks her mean girl ways. Because I really do think she... Has some mean girl tendencies because everyone does. Like everyone has a bit of mean girl pettiness, pot stir, messy bitch who lives for the drama. Everyone has a little bit of that inside them. And that's okay if Selena does. But she masked that whole thing with her brand of I'm so kind, I'm so loving. I'm sweet little Georgia Peaches. I would never insult anyone. Not me, Selena Gomez. I'm just trying to spread kindness and love. Oh, that's all I want in this world. Why is the world so cruel? She uses that brand to mask some of her mean-spirited behavior. And (laughs) I like how every time I log on to this podcast, I'm like, "Who, who can I piss off today? That's really been my brand this week. Say something to piss people off. But basically, Selena uses that to because she's scared to look like the bad guy because she knows she has bad guy tendencies. So she'll overcompensate by having this persona. Does does that mean I think she's a bad person in general? No, I think she's an average person who has some sort of fear of looking like a bad person. Like, I think that's a genuine fear that people have. They don't want to seem like they are unkind at all. They want to seem like perfect angels, and that's their complex. They want to seem like an angel, but they're not. And Selena Gomez definitely has that. So I called her out on a TikTok this week because remember when, like, everyone was saying that Hailey Bieber was shading Selena Gomez with the eyebrows post and shading Selena Gomez when she used the audio on TikTok that was like... I'm not saying she deserved it, but I'm saying God's timing is always right. Saying that Selena Gomez deserved to be fat shamed. And then Haley responded to both of those like, absolutely not. That is not what I meant. We were just having a girl's night using a random TikTok sound. I fully believed Haley Bieber because believing that someone wants someone to be fat shamed by millions of people is so insane. And people like justify it by the mom mentality that's going on against her. So I called out Selena Gomez because people in the past thought that Selena shaded Haley Bieber for having a skincare line that's actually doing kind of well. So Haley posted like her doing her skincare routine and she was hitting certain poses like resting her cheek on her hand and putting her hand over her chest. And Selena posted one of her doing the exact same poses like the next week after Haley posted hers. And all of Haley and Justin's fans were like, Selena, you're obsessed. You're copying Haley. And Selena put out the same apology. That was like, nope. Didn't even see her post. No bad intention. Absolutely not what I was thinking. But everyone believes Selena, but no one believes Haley. I feel like I'm the only one being unbiased out here because people are always like, Haley copies Selena's outfit. She's so obsessed. She's her stan. She's joe goldberg from you stalking her but there's so many evidences of selena wearing outfits that look so similar to Haley's after Haley wore them it just drives me fucking crazy but if you want to see that tiktok where i call out the hypocrisy of the selenators go check my tiktok out petty pop culture you already know and i guess that's all i have to say about that please get help if you need it and you are a selenator you may be entitled to financial compensation am i team Haley? no do i think she's an angel no let's just get that straight Okay, now let's bash Haley and Justin's marriage. As one does. As I should, right? Why not bash someone's marriage on a random Friday? So everyone wants to know, do I think Haley and Justin will last? Now that Haley's been exposed as this mean girl, this awful scum of the earth, worse than Ted Bundy just menace to society now that she was exposed as that and justin's kind of getting exposed as problematic as well do i think they're going to last let's dissect their whole marriage and why i think selena is still affecting them so this is like a long story and they really do have i'm gonna be a storyteller right now i am going to be motherfucking shakespeare Christopher Robin, I don't, wait, I don't don't even know who that is. Is that the guy who wrote Winnie the Pooh? He sounds like a storyteller to me. So I'm going to be a full-on storyteller right now. We were both young when I first saw you. I closed my eyes and the flashback starts. I'm standing there on the balcony in summer air. I still think I'm a better singer than Addison Rae i should get a record deal so here's their love story how it started so Haley and justin were dating on and off from 2015 ish until 2018 when they got together forever did they did the damn thing like angela bassett they did the thing like angela bassett and they got married but do you want to know the gag Selena Gomez and Justin Bieber broke up for the final time in May 2018. And do you know when Haley and Justin got married? June 2018. That's only two motherfucking months after they broke up. Ah, nah, nah, nar. I started saying nah, but then it kind of started to sound like I'm saying no in Australian nar 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 if my ex got married two months after we broke up i'm not playing it cool i'm not looking at their instagram and being like good for them they moved on i'm showing up to that wedding and i am beheading everyone that is fucked up it's gonna be shotgun wedding with jennifer lopez that's her new movie it's gonna be shotgun wedding give me the artillery Give me the bazooka. People are dying. I'm cutting that. I'm taking the ring off of my ex's dead finger. If he thinks he's getting married two months after we were together. I don't even know if my ex got married two months after we broke up. Because I'm still blocked on everything. Wouldn't that be a gag if I looked and and he's married? Insane. Anyway, so you can't really even plan a wedding in two months. I don't know how the fuck that happened. It was a very extravagant wedding, too. The whole thing, the venue, the flowers, the cake, the everything. Insane, planning that wedding after two months. And I just feel like you can't get married after two months of a breakup, especially after you broke up with the first love of your life, your childhood love, like your first love ever. You haven't healed. You haven't moved on. You haven't gone through the proper emotions to make sure you can give yourself to someone else. And you haven't just made sure you're okay yet. So I don't understand how you can do the full process of moving on to be a fully emotionally available in two months. Uh, 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 I don't think so. And I was like, okay, maybe he could move on because their time breaking up in 2018 was like their 17th time breaking up. So maybe they just both knew it was over. They were really respectful and were just like, you know what? We gave it one last try. Let's end it like we should. Like, let's end it like we should and say we're good. Like Dua Lipa said, let's end it like we should and say we're good. But no, Selena Gomez confirmed for me that it was not an easy breakup because she sings in Lose You to Love Me, in two months you replaced us, like it was easy, made me think I deserved it, in the thick of healing, oh that's really sad now that I'm saying this whole thing out loud that's sad that she was still healing i could cry (laughs) fuck Haley bieber (laughs) i get it now i'm kidding don't get excited but that does make me sad and it's like yeah you can't heal and move on from that why did he do it i don't know he was 24 his prefrontal cortex wasn't developed yet also i feel like he didn't look around enough for his wife like his perfect soulmate you were with basically two women your whole life. Yes, you had some hookups. You had, you dated Sophia Ritchie. Um, he dated other people, potentially even Kendall Jenner, but you did not look enough. In my opinion, you, you, you need to sample people. As my mom said, you need to sample, you need to try to go on dates, try to have at least a semi long term with other people to see who your true love is. So this whole thing to me was just so rushed. And I, I'm thinking maybe Justin Bieber did it out of bad intentions because something seems fishy to me about moving on in two months, especially getting married. Super, super fish. So I'm thinking, what evil shit was he trying to do to Selena or what? And I was like, maybe Justin is a narcissist, which I really think he is. Maybe he was trying to get a rise out of Selena by moving on, quote unquote, As if he was so much better without her and she was never the love of his life and he's found somebody better and it's like a ha I have one up on you. That's just like a whole theory that I have because I don't think Justin is over her and I don't think Selena is over him. You may think Selena is over him because of her song Lose You to Love Me but I don't know if you guys knew this. Selena has been commenting on fan edits of Justin and Selena's relationship in 2019, 2020, 2021. The Selenators will bury any of that evidence online as if they're the best PR team in the world, but they really will. So there was a TikTok of like a fan edit of things going downhill for them, like Selena crying by paparazzi photos. And the caption was, He really hurt her. And she commented a heart emoji on it in 2021. And just other things like that where it's like, Why is she still seeing this stuff? She liked a photo of them like sitting together on stair steps, seemingly having a deep conversation not that long ago. So I feel like she is not over him. And that means Justin is not over her. And Selena has been making digs at his wife, you know, since 2022, 2023. And she knows he sees them. So maybe Justin knows that Selena is shading Haley and he knows that Haley is shading Selena, but he likes it. It excites him in his narcissistic way. And then I got to thinking, Justin never really does anything to stop this hate. He has said a few things, but nothing to really encourage his fans to fully stop. And then I was like, hmm, maybe Justin encourages Haley to post things to make Selena upset. Would that be crazy? Or I wonder if Justin and Selena joke about Haley and... Justin would be like, oh, it'd be funny if you posted this or liked this or used the audio to her song in your Instagram story. Because even last week, Haley used Calm Down, a song that Selena's featured on, on her Instagram story, but the version without Selena. And to me, that's messy. And I don't think Haley would want to do that to anger Justin. But now I'm like, maybe Justin is in on it. And something else that makes me feel like Justin mm, uh, is not over Selena is his song, Ghost of You, where he sings, Though I can't be close to you, I'll settle for the ghost of you. I miss you more than life. And if you can't be next to me, your energy is ecstasy. I miss you more than life. That's kind of his version to me of Never Mind I'll Find Someone Like You. I wish nothing but the best for you to don't forget me. I beg. To me that's his version of that song. And if I was Haley and I knew he was recording that and it wasn't about me, I would be so mad. I wouldn't be able to sit in the studio and not cry. I'd be like, damn, he's writing songs about his exes. Because he doesn't have to live with the ghost of Haley because Haley's always there. So clearly it's not about her. And so I'm like, hmm, is he still obsessed with Selena, wants her attention? And then I think maybe Haley realizes that Justin wants. Selena or maybe some sort of rise from Selena and Haley has heard ghost of you one too many times and now she's wanting to do things that emulate Selena Gomez like having the cooking show or wearing similar outfits or doing the skincare line I'm like hmm maybe if the Selinators are right which I don't fully agree with but just going along with the logic of the salinators maybe Haley knows what's up and she's almost trying to satisfy Justin by being a version of Selena by being the ghost version of Selena, that it's not really fully her, but someone similar. So now that we've kind of discussed the beginning and potential theories about what's going on in the complexes of their mind, let's talk about, so if Justin is so obsessed with Selena, why would he just not stay with her? Right? And I feel like this is therapy that sel- the Selinators need to hear. Justin did not want to be with Selena, and Selena did not we- want to be with Justin. Because even now, she could get him back. She could end Haley and Justin's relationship with the "I miss you" text. Jaylee would be over if Selena just hit him up on Instagram DMs and said, "You up?" It'd be done. But they were terrible for each other. Just awful. Truly, I feel bad for that's how they spent their childhood together because they broke up for a reason. Selena admitted to being emotionally abused by Justin in an interview in 2020. She said, It's dangerous to stay in a victim mentality. Not being disrespectful, I just think I was a victim to a certain kind of abuse. The interviewer said, emotional abuse? And she said, yes, emotional abuse. That could be exemplified in her intro to the music video of The Heart Wants What It Wants. And she was like, I was feeling so great so happy about myself and then it's just completely ruined by one thing something so stupid aka a fight with justin and then she goes and then you make me feel like i'm crazy you make me feel like it's my fault but it's not it's he's just gaslighting her and that song was her first like realization of oh my god uh uh-oh this relationship probably isn't healthy it's toxic Of course, she got back together with him a few times after that. But definitely admitting to his gaslighting ways. And as we know from stories I told on previous podcasts, I fucking hate gaslighters. I've dealt with them. (laughs) I want every gaslighter on this earth to die. I want to pour gas on them and then light them. (laughs) Give them a taste of their own medicine. I'll gaslight them, literally. Wouldn't that be great? And I think that emotional abuse have trickled over to Haley and Justin Fans have noticed that Justin seems to be emotionally abusive to Haley. I'm not saying for sure because we've never heard that from Haley's mouth. I was watching so many YouTube videos of their body language. I fucking love those body language videos. Body language interpreters. Obsessed. I could watch those all day because it's so true. I love analyzing people's nonverbals. I do it so intensely in my own head when I'm talking to people. And even like someone could be like, Patty, I love you. But if their body language says different, I will like run away from them. I'm such a big body language person. So I've been watching a bunch of those and people have taken context of their conversations on like Instagram lives or any interviews that they've done together and just their whole dynamic, especially with videos where he seems to just blatantly treat her not very well. Like, I'm sure you've seen the videos where Haley is getting out of the car after Justin, but Justin kind of like slammed the door behind him. And people were like, Did you forget your wife was in the car? The video where Haley is trying to catch up with Justin, but he's not waiting for her and he skateboards across the street, a busy street in Chicago. And she, in her mind, seems confused and needing to catch up to her husband. She trips over. A guardrail, the paparazzi in the video, say, Haley, get up, go get him. It's embarrassing for her how she leaves how he leaves her behind. Oh my God. And have you seen the video of them playing skee ball? And in the video, you can't even see their faces, but you just see a skee ball machine with Haley having the higher score. And he gets so mad that he lost, that he just has this emotional outcry. Where she's like, ha, ha ha baby, I beat you. And he's like, I wasn't trying. And he fully yells at her. It's absolutely insane. My score. Husband score. Baby, I wasn't trying. I beat you, accept it. My score. Husband score. Baby, I wasn't trying. I beat you, accept it. Like, what a psycho freak what a li- I'm so afraid of him if that was real I'm terrified of him <laughs> that's a two-year-old tantrum shit insane nurse he's right there there's a video of them on Instagram live where Justin will be joking with her but it seems kind of serious he said in the live if you weren't so hot it would have gotten rid of you a long time ago which to me, yeah, sure, haha, ha, that's funny, babe. <laughs> but I will kill you in your sleep. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All jokes are rooted in a little bit of reality in my mind. Maybe that's toxic of me. Maybe some jokes are just jokes and that's it. But to me, I wouldn't think that's funny. And Justin seems to have that mindset of a narcissist that will confuse people in a relationship, He will change the rules to not have to be a good boyfriend. I feel like he knows he's so famous and knows that his wife knows that he can get another girl anytime he wants and how much she wants him, how much Haley wants him. So he will wear the pants in the relationship and almost monitor her behavior. Because there's videos where they'll be talking and Justin will interrupt her or demean her or tell her not to say something tell her that she's sounding stupid or something and Haley, you can you can tell she looks at him every time because she's not sure which version of justin she's getting she doesn't know if he's joking or he's serious this time this is just from all the videos i was watching like analyzing them but it's true he seems to be gaslighting her she doesn't know what the rules are today with him um we'll we'll get into why i think their relationship may last and may work out even though he's so horrible but it seems as though He is definitely a gaslighter and emotionally abusive, as Selena has said. She's also hinted at cheating when she says, um, fast nights what got him. That brand new life was his problem. Not saying she was perfect. Oh, no, that's the wrong verse. What does she say? Um, they found love one summer. A little too wild for each other. Shiny till it wasn't. Feels good till it doesn't. He was a first real lover. His two till he had another. Oh, <laughs> cheater! Wee woo wee woo wee woo wee woo. He's a cheater. Oh, he's a cheater. So Selena was in love with the narcissist, and you know, someone would only write a song where they say, where they like, like cathartically scream, "I needed to hate you to love me," yeah, and then they have a chorus a choir of their own voices, like, to love, love, yeah. He drove her crazy. I needed to lose you to love me. You promised the world and I fell for it. I put you first and you adored it. Set fires to my forest. Cause it wasn't yours. Sing off key in my chorus. Cause it wasn't yours. I may be saying the wrong words, but all just Gaslighty lyrics. Um, Her... Other songs of Selena, because I'm a Selena stan more than you. I'm a Selena stan more than you. I love her more than you. In her lyrics for uh, Look at Her Now, when she says, Of course she was sad, but now she's glad she dodged a bullet. The bullet being his gaslighting ways. Her song, Kind of Crazy. I think you're kind of crazy and not the good kind, baby. Cause you're acting super shady. You know it, you know it. Been dodging phone calls lately, but still texting me, baby. Yeah, I think you're kind of crazy. That song, I can relate to that song too. Cause I'm, I love a crazy guy. I love a crazy man to drive me crazy, but only in a fun, good way. I love the crazy energy, but some people are crazy, but... Ooh, not the good kind. You've been lying just for fun. Luckily, no damage done. But now I see you're kind of crazy. Also in her song, Cut You Off, when she goes, I gotta get you out my head now. I just cut you off because when i'm without you, ooh, 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 you ooh, 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 i ain't overthinking i just carry on get you ooh, 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 out my head now i just cut you off so yeah i'm Miss selena stan and i really like her album rare that was the first album she put out right after the kind of like finalized breakup you can tell she was working on it in 2018 it came out in 2019 loves it Something else that may have been toxic in their relationship, which is really salacious that I'm about to say, is um, there was a bunch of rumors that they were each having drug problems together. Well, not Justin. That was kind of confirmed because he was saying he was um, having drug problems. He was saying by the time he was 19. Wait, let me find the quote. By the time he was 19, he said, I started doing pretty heavy drugs. Oh, my God. And um, abused all of my relationships. I became resentful and disrespectful to women. Damn! Just more proof that he was horrible to Selena. And then Scooter Baron, my, my newfound best friend, best friend, Scooter Baron, he said that he was so scared when Justin was going through that phase where he was getting arrested and, you know, mugshots online and all that fun stuff that he thought he would wake up one morning and get a phone call that Justin was dead because of the drugs he was doing not saying that selena's problem that's absolutely justin's problem and the problem of his environment being he was too young too narcissistic too powerful too rich but the crazy rumor is that selena was dabbling in the sort or even just enabling him because there is a factual paparazzi video of them going to this really bad part of town in hollywood that's known for being a spot where drugs are, you know, exchanged amongst people. And there's a video of them being found by a man who is in an alley that they're going back down to get what seems like drugs. And he's like, Oh my God, Justin Bieber, why are you here? Um, and then yeah, there's just a bunch of rumors that Selena was partaking in, what he was partaking in. Every time I text one of my friends about selena gomez he brings up that the rumors that she had a xanax addiction i am not saying that it's true that is complete rumors complete rumors but people often think that so they were potentially enabling each other oh my god and then how could i forget just like selena forgot her kidney donor in her documentary because sorry she didn't mention everyone she knows in her documentary but um about her kidney donor there was all those rumors that francia was mad at selena after francia gave selena her kidney because selena was abusing it by not living a clean lifestyle and apparently her doctors were telling her to live a clean lifestyle but yeah they were horrible for each other so i'm glad she dodged a bullet too i really just say the craziest shit in this podcast but it's a podcast like it's really not monitored by anything like the tiktok guidelines can't take me down Instagram guidelines can't take me down. YouTube can't take me down. You can't take me down. No one's cutting my mic. Except myself. Anyway, so now that we know Selena and Justin were bad for each other, is his relationship with Haley going any better than the Jelena relationship was? No. (laughs) No. Like Beyonce. No. No. It's not twenty forty eighty 80 out the trap hit it with the rack put it on the map then we right back Call me when you want to get uh, 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 uh. Tony Manzana with the rap I be G, I'm a dad double D's I'm a dad I'm bad girl you can get no higher than this No Their love clearly cannot get any higher than this because it is not going good for Haley and Justin according to basically any time they're asked about their marriage in public interviews, the immediate response they have is that it is, it is hard. (laughs) Marriage isn't easy. They're not like, we are so young and in love and we are soulmates. We're the lucky ones. No, anytime they're asked, they'll say something like Justin said, I remember when I first got married, I hit an emotional breakdown. I thought marriage was going to fix all my problems, but it didn't. And then Haley said, the thing is, marriage is very hard. That is the sentence I would lead with if she was giving people advice about marriage. It's really fucking hard. And I definitely respect that about them because I do think marriage would be so insanely hard. Um, Like, I don't really know if I... Would be down to get married so young just because marriage is like a job. It's like a full time job. And you shouldn't have to think of love as a job, but at the same time, you kind of do because it takes a lot of work. And some people don't understand the weight of their vows. Like, this isn't always going to be easy. There are going to be really times of sickness and poor, and for worse, those times are really going to happen. And some people just seem like they're not ready to put in the work and they quit after their marriage is bad for a short period of time they can't get past the first hurdles so i really like that they're acknowledging that it is hard actually but people are just like they're way too early in their marriage to be saying that it's already so fucking hard like where was the honeymoon phase especially because they got married after only dating for like you know two months from the last time they were together so it's like damn you should still be in the honeymoon phase because you were just on your honeymoon So people were like, "Mm, is it really going good? Other things Justin was saying was that he feels like marriage is hard because there's a lot of trauma going on in his, like the backstory of his life that he feels like may drip onto Haley, which of course, I mean, your innermost like worries and traumas and dark side is definitely going to come out in your most personal, intimate relationship. And there's nothing more intimate than being married to someone. And he said, "Uh, these were all the things that you don't want to admit to the person that you're with because you are really scared that you are going to scare them off. So if their relationship seemed to be a really big struggle already and they're having to work on it so much as if they're like 40 or 50 and have been together for 20 years and are trying to keep the spark alive. And if, as I kind of said before, Justin is disrespectful to her and seems to be gaslighting and a bit overbearing, controlling, potentially slightly emotionally abusive. Why would Haley still be with him? Why would their marriage even get to this point? And why would they have felt so rushed to get married? I'm going to now answer the question. If Justin was so horrible to Selena, what makes his relationship with Haley work? And why is Haley with him? Why are they even together? given this messy clusterfuck of a backstory so i think they bond so well because of their shared racist past (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm i'm kidding but y'all have seen that one less lonely (laughs) video of justin haven't you craziest video on the internet i've ever fucking seen his pr team is better than the secret service for the fact that i didn't see that the professor of pop culture until probably like 2018 and it happened in 2010 that's crazy i remember seeing that and my whole opinion of justin was totally changed And i was like wow i cannot believe i didn't see that scooter Braun is too good working too hard i can't fuck with him now so anyway kidding but I think that it's because they fit perfectly into each other's lives and they fit perfectly into the complexes each of them have in their head. They are fulfilling the void each of them need and are almost like an alliance together to have the fantasy lives that each of them individually want, completing their picture. So I think that Haley needs him and she will go through any sort of emotionally emotional abuse that Selena may have experienced because Haley Bieber is a nepotism baby. As we saw by her completely cringeworthy and total miss of a nepo baby shirt that she thought was some iconic taking back the phrase shirt i don't know if you saw but she was wearing a shirt that said nepo baby in paparazzi photos thinking that she was literally the president of the united states but she looked so dumb anyway she's a nepo baby and her parents really pushed that onto her we've seen the videos of Stephen Baldwin, her dad, introducing Haley and Justin together. She would go to every single event with him. She introduced the Jonas Brothers on SNL because of who her dad was. They, The Baldwins wanted to make sure that Haley and her sister... Were intermixed with the best connections in Hollywood, and they were going to set them up right in the center to do that. And they knew Haley was pretty. They knew she was a girl who could potentially model, get um, you know, an, an, an amazingly famous or rich man. So her family really prioritized and probably pushed onto her the importance of marrying someone of a certain status, of a certain uh, access to fame. Because as I always say on this podcast celebrities understand how rare fame is and they want to hold on to it and they like form alliances together to use each other for clout and all of that stuff so Haley really wanted to get with someone who was famous and i really think that her dad alec baldwin no sorry her dad stephen baldwin and her uncle alec baldwin they're a little bit shady in the hollywood circle and it's crazy that alec baldwin is less hated than Haley right now even though he literally accidentally killed someone but i mean i agree like I'm totally team Alec. But at the same time, it's just like people are acting like Haley literally killed someone on the internet. But her parents literally set them up together. Justin was on the Ellen show. And I don't know why Demi Lovato was hosting. They just swapped one problematic host for another that day. But Demi Lovato was hosting. And Justin was talking about Haley. And he said, looking back at it now, this was definitely an arranged marriage. Her family set this whole thing up. Because he was like, oh, wait, we met while I was taping the morning show. And there was no reason for Hilly to be there. But she was there. Almost to prop her right in front of Justin. And there's a bunch of videos of her just randomly on the same red carpet as him or randomly at the same event. I feel like her family was really putting her in his face. And her dad had money issues before. Potentially going bankrupt, going broke. So I think her parents were almost like Britney Spears. Parents were there, like, forcing her to do things that maybe she i mean i think she wanted to but just really overbearing family not to say britney spears parents were not 10 times worse but you know what i mean just parents who were really pushing their kids to make money for them almost it's maybe a cash grab maybe that explains the quickness of their marriage on the wendy williams show she said that they don't have a prenup (laughs) i don't know if that's true that'd be really fucking crazy because justin's worth like almost 500 million at this point. And Haley, I don't know how much she's worth, but it's nowhere near that. But she even said in interviews, Justin's fan base is a new audience for her that she's grateful for. And now she's making brands like road and famous on Instagram more than she ever has been. She's been in documentaries and she's making money based on this name. Do you know what I'm saying? So there's literally no better person to fulfill maybe what she needed in her life that her family was hoping she would fulfill. Than Justin. Plus she was such a fan of him growing up. And she was a fangirl to a lot of celebrities. So I'm sure she was into it already. And her parents. Forcing this arranged marriage upon them. Was just. The boost that she needed to actually. Make it happen. She went from being a believer To a Bieber. Isn't that crazy? Wow. You gotta respect that. She got that damn ring. I don't cook. I don't clean, but let me tell you, I got this ring. Gallobies want to be dripped on the side of me. So if re, the relationship with Haley is a little tumultuous and the relationship with Selena was a little bit tumultuous, but everyone thinks he likes Selena more, why would Justin make it work with Haley if he loves Selena? Why would, if he could get any girl he wanted? Because I think Selena would still go back to him. I know I'd go back to you. She would still go back to him. I think, if he reached out. So why does he choose Haley? Why does he want her? He's literally like The Bachelor. Like, he gave Haley his final rose, and then after only knowing each other for two months, they got married. <laughs> That's how it works on The Bachelor. Now, I know they know each other for longer, but like dating. Anyway, Haley fits perfectly into the complex of his personality and the complex of the life that he wants. For example, let me just start this off. Haley said that she wouldn't be with her pop star husband Justin Bieber if they weren't both devout Christians. Being a Christian is very important to Justin. Especially after his um, unholy past. Haley said, they ask me all the time what would you say is the biggest thing in your relationship? You guys are really happy. And I'm like, it's our faith. It's what we believe in. If we didn't have that, we wouldn't even be together. Do you want to know what's crazy? That they apparently did not ever hook up sexually until they got married. Can you believe that? Is is that a fact? I just feel like in today's day and age, you are not bumping uglies until you get married. Wild. That's some old timey churn the butter type shit. <laughs> in an old maid outfit with an apron on while Justin's hunting in the forest. like, wild that they didn't do that but okay maybe that's why they got married so fast they can just have sex that actually makes a lot of sense that makes a lot of sense maybe that's why they got married so fast because they were on the same page about that see another reason why they fit into each other's lives so justin bieber turned to god because he was embarrassed of his past poor life choices and he would say that you know he kind of lost connection with his faith as fame took over him and at one point he started dabbling in drugs and bad behavior but he eventually found his way back find your way back don't let this life drive you crazy find your way back come back home for the street lights on find your way back find your way back he found his way back and yeah he did drugs as we said he would abuse heavy drugs when he was 19 years old abused all of his relationships, became resentful, disrespectful to women. Then he said, luckily he got out of that. God blessed me with extraordinary people who love me for me. The best season in his life so far is marriage and it's teaching him patience, trust, commitment, kindness, humility, and all the things it took for him to be a good man. Quote, this, this quote's really important. Quote, I am set free from the bondage and shame. I am a child of the most high God and he loves me exactly where I am how I am and for who I am. And I feel like Justin needed Haley as his devout Christian wife so he could have the lifestyle of a good person of a good Christian, because he was craving that so hard after his tumultuous life in his early twenties and teens. He wanted so bad to just like settle down at age of 25 because he's probably thinking like Christians get married a bit earlier Um, and I feel like a lot of people when they get to maybe 25 or 30 are like, oh my God, I need to get married now. And they panic and they just settle down with someone. He wanted a good Christian wife and he wanted to leave his past behind and he didn't want to be tempted by anything else that comes with fame. And he knew Haley wasn't into the drugs life. He's not going to go hook up with girls or do that too much. If he has a wife, she's going to make sure he goes to church. He was, she's like what he needs for sure. And she's a model. So she's gorgeous. She's in the industry. A lot of aspects of her life work out for him. And I also think circling back to him being a narcissist. Don't you love how we say circling back? I'm so professional with my speeches and my um <laughs> I feel like I'm giving a TED talk when I say circling back. Oh my God. I'm so fancy. Circling back. He is a narcissist, so I feel like narcissists want the appearance of perfection on the outside, even though they're totally not. So he wants the appearance that his life is all together and he has the nuclear family. I hate that phrase, but he has the like all-american two young people in love starting their family together living in their white picket fence but they're not in a white picket fence they're in a gated community in bel-air um and yeah Haley's someone who's going to give that fantasy to him and she enables him since justin kind of like emotionally abuses her a bit and like puts her in her place in the relationship and will almost get mad at her in ways if you've seen videos of them if she acts out of line according to his mind she enables him in ways that selena didn't and she wasn't going to stand for and selena has just such a crazy life that justin knew he couldn't like tame her or be completely christian and i actually don't know like selena's like religious status but it's not giving like the same desire for the same lifestyle as justin that's just not what it's giving Justin also said, she's the only person who could put up with me. She keeps forgiving me like I never had stability and I do now. And that's exactly what I'm saying. She will enable him. She'll put up with him and that's what he needs. Um, so yeah, Justin said, this is like a nice quote about them and what I think he wants, even though it may not be perfect. He said, quote, we're just creating these moments for us as a couple, as a family. We're building these memories. And it's beautiful that we have that to look forward to. Before, I didn't have that to look forward to in my life. My home life was unstable. Like my home life was non-existent. I didn't have a significant other. I didn't have someone to love. I'm resisting singing someone to love right now. I didn't have someone to pour into, but now I have that. I almost feel like Haley Bieber is just an emotional support model wife to him. And she's going to put up with him and he's going to, Bit, like benefit from her and from things i was just saying anyway in conclusion i think they are good for each other because they will fulfill pre-existing circumstances that they each had in their lives and fill the exact void that each needs to their credit they do seem to um have some sort of balance that keeps them going they have been married for five years almost that's a long time in hollywood that's like 50 years they got through covid together that broke some relationships for sure being stuck in the same space and i think justin's high energy like narcissistic um attitude and personality honestly if he's gonna be with someone it should be someone who meshes well and Haley seems like someone who is not like that she is always thinking about him the other person is their marriage based in the most amazing love probably not probably not i do think they will be mm, i mean generally speaking i don't think they will be together forever by the time I split, though, I think there will be a kid involved. They'll be much older. I think they're going to last for a while. And then they will be good co-parents and whatever. But I think they'll be in each other's lives forever. You know, they both want the Christian having a kid lifestyle. And they need that fairy tale to continue. And they're not people who would, like, give up on it really quickly. Because each of their worlds individually would come crashing down if they did split up. So, and honestly, all Haley needs is a kid from Justin. And she's set for life. So I feel like she knows that. Wow, really, thank you for coming to my TED Talk about that. I feel like I just gave a whole damn TED Talk. But yeah, I feel like a psychoanalyst therapist. And that's why I don't think they're going to be together forever. But I hope you enjoyed that. And what can we learn from this? I think we can learn the importance of finding the perfect life partner, not just your perfect soulmate. Because love is enough to get a relationship going and keep it going for a while. But that's not everything you will need from your partner you're going to need effort you're going to need to know yourself deeply so you know what you're looking for so you can um not be blinded by your subconscious when you keep going towards the same type of person so i feel like we are also going to learn like the importance of knowing yourself and what kind of person you need so you pick better partners for yourself like what are your wounds that you need to like be healed by the person that you're with? What sort of trauma do you have that may affect who you get with? And just understanding yourself so you find the perfect match who will help alleviate that and fulfill that and do more for you than just love you. And then I think once you find that person that you do love and you do find who fulfills you in ways that you rightfully need to be fulfilled after your certain perspective of life um needs to be fulfilled after you find that person you need to know that love is not easy it's easier said than done it's going to be extremely challenging and you're going to question if soulmates even exist because you're like how can i have this much hard of a time with someone who i thought was my soulmate like shouldn't this be easy it's not going to be easy love is tricky love is like two people subconsciously going at each other and it's never just going to be this perfect beautiful blossom of a flower that is solely based on the like lustful love you have for each other so i think we can learn a lot from the beavers and analyzing them and not only finding a right partner but staying with them settle for the ghost i miss you more than life and if you can't be next to me your memory is ecstasy i miss you more than life i miss you more than life okay so update about my personal life literally thank you guys for being so nice about my whole rent situation people have been dming me even since like the last two episodes just really affirming what i believe that i am not the problem that they are the problem um and i should not live with people who are so shitty and awful and will could potentially make my life a living hell in la quick sum up i was gonna live with a couple in a two-bedroom they wanted me to pay 50 percent of the rent they each pay 25 i said "Mm, maybe that's not fair maybe let's I pay 40 you guys each pay 30 because there's an endless list of things we're not going to split in a fraction of half. And I got in a huge fight with my best friend's boyfriend who I was going to live with about he's so unfair for suggesting this and I want to live with my best friend. Why are you so awful? And then we kind of came to a compromise that we gave the best friend's boyfriend that said Patty will pay 40%. My best friend will pay 35%. The boyfriend can pay 25% because to him it's like A money issue but he was trying to make it seem like it was a moral issue that he didn't want to pay more than he felt like he had to but now he's sticking his boyfriend with more of the percentage so he exposed himself as it's just a money issue but basically we gave him a week to decide if he even wants to live with me anymore after he accepted that offer and i have not heard back from him and today's officially the day that i was going to give them to tell me and since they did not tell me yet and it's friday it's official i am not going to live with them. Ah, woo! Patty made the right decision. Woo! And it's really cuz of your guys' support too that I felt like I couldn't make that choice. And it sucks they won't live, live live with my best friend. That really kills me, but I can still get everything I wanted from living with him like being super close and going to all these events together and helping each other with each other's careers and him showing me around town even if we do not live together. And I know we'll still be BFFs after that. Will him and his boyfriend last? I don't know. They might listen to this episode. <laughs> but I don't know, guys. I don't really see it. I don't know. A part of the reason I thought he wanted to leave me with half of the rent was not only because of money, but a part of me thought maybe he maybe will break up with my best friend and he's setting himself up for like an escape plan. Because if he already sticks me with half of the rent and he sticks my best friend with 35%, But he already knows my best friend can afford 50. He wouldn't feel as bad if one day he wanted to leave L.A. and just fly away and break up with my best friend because he would already know that mine and my best friend's name are on the lease and that I already pay 50%. And he knows his best friend can already pay 50% because he knows his income and he's making a lot of money, and that's very well known. So I feel like that might be a reason, too. He wants to have an escape plan and just not want to pay as much in general so the whole thing just seems shady and thank god i dodged a bullet another update about my friends potentially taking my taylor swift ticket oh my god i was so scared that they were going to steal my taylor swift ticket quick update i have a group of friends who i purchased one thousand dollar almost taylor swift tickets with they were nine hundred fifty dollars each there was three of us in this group. We bought it with my dad's friend's credit card because his credit limit was super high. So we could buy anything we need. He's like a surgeon or whatever. He's making bank. So we bought it with his card. So my friend virtually possessed the tickets, even though I paid him via Venmo for my share. Uh, so I already paid him for it. But then we got in a fight in the bar this weekend. And I like confronted him and yelled at him for being a pussy and whatever. (laughs) And I was like, wait, after the fight, I was like, shit, he has my Taylor Swift ticket. And then I was blocked online on all apps. And I was like, fuck, he's never going to give it back to me. Now I'm going to miss this goddamn Taylor Swift concert. And owning a Taylor Swift ticket these days is like owning a bar of gold. You can sell that shit online for $30,000. I was catastrophizing like, he's going to steal it and sell it to make a massive profit and never give it to me. And that would be very evil evil if he did that and but he is quite petty so i was texting one of our mutual friends this weekend and i was like hey can i have my taylor swift ticket please she didn't respond for like three days and i was like oh god fuck she's not gonna give it back or she won't help me get it back and then i texted her again and i was like hey uh let me just read you the text actually so you really see how i was being super nice i was like i'm not gonna make this like hostile because it doesn't have to be i said hey girl I'd hate for us to be in a place where you don't want to talk to me. Obviously right now I understand if you don't want to, but having a mutual level of respect and being some level of friends would be ideal because I appreciate you as a human. I love you and always will and think of you as a great friend. Even if we aren't close and don't go to Taylor Swift together anymore, can you please send me my ticket that I paid a lot of money for? I'll give you all the space in the world after. So she is our mutual friend who's super close with the guy who has the ticket and she is like, his lifelong best friend. So I know she's going to be super loyal to him and maybe not talk to me if he doesn't want to talk to me. So that's why I'm like, Hey, if you don't want to talk to me, I get it. Cause you got to be loyal to your dog. I get that. Um, but we eventually worked it out. She told him to unblock me last episode. I referred to him anonymously as Joe Jonas. So she texted Joe Jonas <laughs> to text me and we actually worked it out. It was a really good conversation. Remember how I was saying like, Joe Jonas said that me and him were never even friends and um, I was just shocked by that because we've done so much together and how could he not appreciate me as a friend? He said, I don't consider Patty my friend and I've never considered him a friend to one of my friends. So I was like, damn, that's absolutely horrible. But he texted me this week and he said, Patty, when I said you are not my friend and I don't consider you a friend, that's because I feel like you haven't been my friend for quite a while. Like, He was saying I haven't been a good friend to him Is what he meant to say apparently The past few months you've only sent me snaps When you're out with blah 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 And whenever you're in the same place You would just ask me questions about it And I didn't like that And whatever happened on Saturday Confirmed to me that you weren't my actual friend Because you could have given me a heads up And blah 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 I confronted him Blah 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 I was being a bad friend But we surprisingly talked it out really well For two twinks And he took responsibility for in reference to last episode a lot of this tea is in reference to last episode but he took responsibility for being a bit selfish and hastily blocking me and overreacting being a bit too sensitive and a lot of the things i was saying that are his like fatal flaws last episode and i was really shocked by him doing that because that's so unlike him i've never seen him do that and it was an amazing character development in our text so i was shockingly surprised how well everything was worked out. And maybe I will go to Taylor Swift with them after all. So one of these stories has a really bad end and one has a really good end. But hey, I'll take the wins and the losses. I'm someone who's so, I hate losing friends. I will hold on to friends. I'll cherish my friends forever. No matter how many fights we get into, if there's even a glimmer of hope that that person is a good friend still, I will still be their friend because they're just so valuable to me. And those connections I cherish more than anything And I want until I'm literally like dead and life is short. I don't want to lose anyone who I've connected with along the way or picked up at certain chapters in my life. I don't want to just like ghost them. And I hate when people are like, I dropped this person. I don't need them anymore. I'm so not like that. Um, Like I'll truly see all these flaws in people, but even if they're kind of a good friend to me and show me that they appreciate me and there's hope for us, I will really stick it out. I don't know the connections I make with people. I just really feel deeply, and I don't want to lose anyone. And it takes a lot for me to not be someone's friend anymore. So I feel like I've never really lost any friends, and if I do, it's because we kind of just fade out respectfully of each other's lives. We really don't speak anymore, but we're still on like speaking terms. We never fell out. We just kind of like lost touch. Even with my best friend's boyfriend, I mean, if they broke up, I'd probably never talk to him again, but when I move to LA, I will do my best to be cordial because I don't need the bad vibes. I don't need to make my best friend's life harder. If we see each other, I'm of course going to say hi. And if there's even one good aspect about his personality or he does me one solid or one favor, I'd be willing to make up because that's really just the kind of person I am. Only love, no hate and demise of friendships in my world. Maybe I'm just a pushover, but maybe I just want my life to be filled with happiness and love. God, go easy on me. Fuck. But yeah. Okay, so I want to do a cute little um, what would you like to share with the class segment. I've gotten so many good ones today. I was thinking of doing a couple this episode because there's just been so many good ones. But because I've been talking for a long time, I'm going to do just one. So I believe this woman wants me to stay wants her to self to stay anonymous wait let me go check our dms there's a lot of you guys at this point but let me let me go check um, um, um i said would you want to be anonymous or named oh she said i have to stay anonymous on this one okay slay so this is one of your peers in this class who listens to the podcast every week she loves the drama she loves the tea she loves the messy stirring the pot life and she has some crazy shit going on in her own life. So everyone lets g- rally around her and commiserate her shit show of a life with her. We got you, girl. So she goes, I have a crazy story of something that happened to me for your podcast segment. Ooh, she said, Listen up, petty, get your bib on because you're about to really be served as tea. She said, I moved across the world. And one of my best friends, who I stuck with when she had nobody else, stopped talking to me since she made friends at her new school, the school I had just left. Oh, okay, so you moved and she, like, will just continue through the school system in your hometown. I see. Wow, she just fucking dropped you like that? She was like, no, nah, I don't I don't need my old friend to entertain me anymore. I got new people to hang out with and shoot this shit with. Damn, if only those people knew what shitty of a friend they were getting. Honestly, girl, good thing you got out of there. And moving across the whole world, you don't owe her shit. I'd go crazy on her. Especially if you never plan on moving back, you can really do some really big damage over there because you'll never be held responsible. The laws aren't even the same in different countries. Go crazy. Which kind of relates to the end of the story. I found out she's been hooking up with this guy during gym class in the forest area next to the school and the gender-neutral bathroom. Damn! that shit happens at your guys' schools in my school no one was hooking up during the school hours no one was kissing in the middle of the hallway there was a few weirdos holding hands that i literally wanted to snipe from across the school but no one was hooking up by the general neutral bathrooms at least they said ally they said we don't care what gender we hook up by he eventually stopped talking to her and he adds me on snapchat not knowing who i am okay he adds you on snapchat i'm curious to know how he added you snapchat is kind of messy though when it's like add by contact add by phone number i always get freaked the fuck out when someone adds me by phone number and i don't know who they are or it's like add by username and i'm like i don't even put my snapchat username out there like that what a freak anyway we got to talking and bond over how toxic of a person she really was oh my god no I mean, yeah, you can never make better friends with someone if you and then if you have a common enemy, toxic girls really bringing people together here. At least they're good for something. Now we're friends and he's coming to the country I now live in. Not her being so toxic. People are fleeing the country. Who is this girl? Is it Candace Owens? Is it Selena Gomez? Is it Kendall Jenner? In a few weeks. Oh, he's oh, oh, okay. In a few weeks, he's coming for a trip. What kind of trip? Is this a business trip or a business trip, if you know what I'm saying? He thinks it's a great idea to hook up. Oh, there it is. He thinks it's a great idea to hook up. And and he wants to send her some kind of picture of them together to get back at her, she said, and send some kind of picture to her. Wow. Wow. Messy. He's messy. He's petty. The pettiest people are always men. He's definitely not the type of guy I'd want to hook up with usually, but my petty ass wants to do it solely because I know I'll do it way better than she did. (gasps) Oh my God. I want to say this girl's name just so I can like, shock, be like, express my shock to her. Girl, you want to hook up with him solely because you know you'll do it way better than she did. Let me go to your account right now so I can see the face of a true psycho of a true petty girl. This is, this is the face of pettiness right here. What I'm looking at. Wow. Wow. I I feel like I should put, I should put you on a poster somewhere and be like, this girl is petty and she will go the distance to get one up on someone. I respect it though. I respect it. And I, I see your desire to do so. But you know what I think? Since you are in a new country and he's coming to visit anyway and you don't really want to hook up with him and you don't really respect her anyway, like that saying, don't ever wish for approvals from someone you wouldn't want to like trade spots with or don't wish approval from someone who you don't respect. It's like, I don't think you should hook up with him just to get back at her because you don't really even care about her opinion in the first place. You don't like her. You don't care if she sees this or like you, at the end of the day, you just don't give a shit about her. You know what I'm saying? So why put yourself in the vulnerable situation of hooking up with someone to then take a photo with him during it and send it to her? I don't, I know you don't mean like an explicit photo, but you don't really even have to hook up with him to get some sort of sweet tasting revenge on her. What you should do is just hang out with him when he's on the trip, take him to, a cute restaurant or something, show him around a bit. You guys can have a great time kicking about how horrible of a person she is and how bad she sucks at making out next to the gender neutral bathrooms in the forest. All the nasty things about her. How she's a gap-toothed bitch. And then I think you guys should just take a selfie and send it to her. And look really happy. Look like you're having the best time without her. And anyone who moves on from her life will just be so much better but you definitely don't have to hook up with him to prove that you could do it better like why would you reward him um and almost like give her the satisfaction of knowing that maybe you did that just to get back at her i think since you can do it better you should just live with that knowledge and not give a fuck what she thinks and just have a cute little old time with him and send her a cute quick quick pic and what's even better than being better than someone in the in the sheets or in a hookup is being better than them personally and having a better personality. Guys love a funny girl. They love someone they can kick back with and have the best fucking time. So just show him that your personality is better and that will take you way farther. I promise. But maybe you could personally insult her in the Snapchat that you sent her. Because she does sound like a gratsky little biatch. And what is she going to do? Fly across the country to smack you across the head? No, you totally have the upper hand. You can really go wild here. You're never going to really hear from her again. So this is the time to really get out that catharsis of maybe any uh, fantasy of ending a friendship you've ever wanted. Maybe, maybe, maybe don't go below the belt, but maybe like the upper waist, like really hit her good. Um, And yeah, she deserves it. Should have sent the thank you note, you little hoe. Now I'm going to wrap your coffin with a bow. All right, you guys. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you had an amazing time getting all the fucking drama. I'm really just spilling my heart in here lately, going absolutely insane. Maybe pissing everyone off. Maybe everyone will hate me, but at least y'all like me. And I really do appreciate you guys um oh my god i just got std tested and you guys know my whole saga of breaking up with my boyfriend and then being depressed and then maybe hooking up with people too much to cope with it and then i wanted to be celibate but that didn't last and maybe i've just been getting a little too reckless so i'm like oh my god do i have an std and then the results came in but on the like patient portal it says i can't see it but my doctor can see it i feel like that means something really bad right Let's hope not. I don't think there was any true opportunity for something like any bad STD to happen, but I'm so nervous. I really, really am. And I probably shouldn't even been telling you guys about this because then you guys will probably like want an update, but I just need someone here for me. You know, it's stressing me out so much. I'm going to call my doctor in the morning and be like, give it to me straight, doc. Drive Do chlamydia. Give it to me straight. I can handle it. But yeah, I hope I have a peaceful weekend after all the drama I've been having. I hope y'all have a peaceful weekend. I've had enough mess lately. I don't want any demons, any Satan, demonic shit going on. I want peace this weekend and I wish you guys the same. But I will see y'all on Tuesday. Have an amazing weekend. Make sure to rate this podcast, five-star Spotify, Apple Podcast. Leave a cute little review. I really love reading them. Screenshot yourself listening to it. Post it to your Instagram story and tag me. I'll hit you up and we can be besties. Send me some of your personal drama for the what would you like to share with the class segment. I'll give you advice and we can all laugh at your drama um what else go follow my snapchat show unfiltered pop on discovery snap just go to your snap go to this little search at the top unfiltered pop follow subscribe it will help me out so much please 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 I want to get the show off and running while it's still new um and yeah that's kind of the only shameless plugs they have Tuesday Friday podcast don't forget attendance is mandatory but yes I will see y'all on Tuesday okay. Patty, the professor is dismissing y'all class is over i love you see you next time thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube